Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hello! Hi! I'm Brittany. And I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Don't forget to hit that red button down below to subscribe to our channel. And also hit that little bell so you can stay up to date whenever we release a new episode. We are finally going <sighs> to be talking about this topic that I feel like we have had in our little docket of topics for years. Mm -hmm. So here's the good thing about our BookTube channel. We have narrated a book. Yes, we have. We're audiobook narrators. <laughs> Use that a little liberally. Yes. Well, you have done more books than I have. I've done one more. I have narrated <laughs> two books. That's it. But the book we're going to be talking about today is Left Hanging mm -hmm. by Cindy Dormany. Yes. On Audible. Yes. And we're not reviewing it because we're not going to review ourselves because mm -hmm. that's torture and we don't want to torture ourselves today. Yes. And we've read the comments. Yeah. <laughs> we have. So we played... Lovers. <laughs> Lovers? In this book. The main character I played was Darla. Mm-hmm. And then you were... I had Theo. Theo. <laughs> I love how you can't remember the name. <laughs> I can't remember Theo's name. I can only remember Darla's name. Yes. It was a trip. Yes, it was. And so it's a Christian romance, which um, is another thing. <laughs> we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into it, but it's just maybe something not what we normally have read. Yeah, I mean, look at us. <laughs> We're like a Bravo Network TV show. Yeah, except not rich and not fancy. But yeah, so this book is about a man and a woman who meet when they were younger. Yes. And have a one night hot sexy stand. <laughs> and then they kind of grow up and go their different ways. Actually, they don't even grow up. There's a house fire. Oh, what? <laughs> that separates them. I don't remember that part. They had like one night. They don't even know each other's names because they gave each other fake names. Now I do remember that part. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Anyway, there was a house fire. They got separated not knowing each other's names. Darla was with Embryo. Oh, yes. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> she got spermed. She got punked. <laughs> and she... Drops out of college? She drops. She's drop, I can't remember if she stays in college or not. No, she becomes a nurse, right? Yeah. No. No, she's a nurse assistant. No, know. she works at the hospital. Oh, yeah, I she works at the hospital, but I think she's like physical therapist or something. No, maybe, maybe. You're right. No, she takes like the vitals and stuff. Yeah, she's like a certain. So she does the nurse. Yeah, okay, she's so a med tech. She like had to leave for a certain amount of time because she was with child. Yes. And everything has been a struggle mm -hmm. for her. Um, she didn't know the, the dad mm -hmm. and she didn't think that the dad would want to be in the life because there was emails mm -hmm. sent and someone was faking to be the dad, but really yes. it wasn't the dad, but it, it, it was, it was drama. It was and crazy. so there was Theo who then went off to Nashville mm -hmm. and he met this other like really beautiful blonde lady who was kind of a, a narcissist and she was evil and they ended up splitting and he was like, I'm going to go back to my hometown. And it was also Southern. Yeah. It was Southern. That's the other point. So we had to talk like we were from the South. Yep. And so Theo went back home and reconnected and rekindled his relationship with Darla. Yeah. And also met Darla's kid and fell in love with Darla's kid. And then he found out. 
whoops, that's my kid. That's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. The book was very fun to narrate. I mean, we're best friends and we got to narrate a book together that will be a book narrated together forever. Uh, However long Audible is a thing. Yeah, unless Cindy is like, you know what? I really hate those guys. I want to re-record it (laughs) because... But working with Cindy was really great. Oh, she's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And she would give us some insight about her characters. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure the reason why, I mean, they, she probably loved you as Darla. But I think the reason why she she chose me as well was because she said my voice sounded like Isaac. Yeah. Who is the gay best friend of Darla. <laughs> Which is so weird because, hello. <laughs> but I was like, but you trusted me enough to... To be Theo? To be Theo. Isaac didn't have that many roles, like, or have that many words. So I'm yeah. like. But when he did, you were on it. Yes. She she you said, she laughed. Yeah. She laughed. She, she laughed. Cried. And Cindy gave us a lot of feedback about words. Yes. And different um, kind of medical terms because she has a medical background as well, which is really awesome to write when you're writing a story that takes place mostly in a hospital setting. Yes. And yeah. it was it was a very interesting process of recording. Mm. So what we want to talk about in this episode, um, we described the book a little bit, but we want to talk more about like what it was like to narrate a book together mm-hmm. as well as separately because we had different experiences. Brad was in his basement. Mm-hmm. I was in my closet <laughs> at home. And we had to put these these things together. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it was a very, like, interesting time yeah. to be doing this book. Yes. I mean, if you think about it, most audiobook narrators, and this is why we think audiobooks are so important to the book world, is that the, the time and energy spent on reading the books, recording the books, re-recording the books, if you didn't like something, yeah. it takes so long. And people are just like... In casual conversation, oh, I read, I, I, I turned that book up to 2.0 just to get through the, the physical copy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's great because I also read along and listen to the audiobook. But you're not enjoying the narration. You're not enjoying the time spent that these people are working to produce a good story for you. Yes. And it's, it was such an amazing process to actually be a part of. And something that as a reviewer of an audiobook, now you're in the hot seat. Yeah. You're doing it and you're seeing all the struggles that it takes, all the mouth noises that you have to stop doing mm-hmm. and train your mind to, to not do and all the outside external noises that we could not control. Yes. And so as a narrator, there's so many things that we learn and so many things we probably take away from that experience as a reviewer. Yeah. It was actually one of the best things that we could have done for our reviewing career was putting ourselves into the process that a narrator has to go through because it really made us respect what a narrator's job is Mm -hmm. and made us value it a little bit more. Because before, when we were at the start of um, doing Audio Shelf, we were doing a lot of like production notes. And we were like really being like, we could hear the pages turning in this. We didn't like that. We could hear creaking a little bit. We could hear the narrator breathe. It mm-hmm. was a lot of like very nitpicky things. Pronunciations. Yeah. That today we don't care about because if- we know how difficult it is to really stifle your breathing when you're reading, getting pronunciations, getting feedback on those pronunciations and having to re-record. Yeah. Um, hearing pages rustling. Who 
gives an F? Who gives an F? Like, it, it doesn't really matter. So it really helped us evolve as reviewers because we knew what we put into the audiobook that we narrated. Yeah. And what we would want reviewers mm-hmm. to take away from it, which was not how hard we took in a breath at one point. We want them to note how much emotion we put into a character. Exactly. The acting, the voice acting. Yes, yes. And the collaboration for us was very, it was, it was obviously, I think we knew going into it that it was going to be easy for us to work together on that level. But it was awesome to get that feedback from you. And at times I will say that there was a lot of my insecurities were built, building up. And I was just like, oh my God, she probably hates my recording or I'm late on my deadline. And there was a lot of collaboration with that. And I wonder if that's what the mainstream audiobook collaborators do when Mm -hmm. they have like a dual narration. I wonder if they're kind of worried about the other person, if they're going to get their job done or not. Yeah, I wonder. Because it's really interesting to see some of the narrators that we really look up to and value and see them in a booth with their sound engineer and having that like be recorded. And I feel like that would be a completely different experience and something that I think we would enjoy a little bit more because we wouldn't be responsible for the sound engineering. Exactly. That was really hard. Brittany edited. I will tell you, all I did was I recorded in a microphone in my basement. Brittany edited all of it. I would send her my copy or my versions or my recordings and clips and give them to her and she would edit it all. And it was it was amazing. With a product that you hear on Audible, Brittany did. Nerve wracking. Yes. Nerve wracking because we heard so many audiobooks that I wanted it to sound like those audiobooks, but it was impossible. We were working in a closet in a basement. Exactly. We didn't have the Caitlin Gehrings of the Audible world. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> but we we would have loved that that piece of the audiobook industry to have that person to come in and say, hey. I'm going to spin this and yeah. like edit this and turn your volume up here and yeah. and get rid of that math pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like that was a very valuable lesson for us. And also um, just getting the chance to go through the process of auditioning as well, because yeah. we went through ACX Ooh. for our auditions and that was terrifying. It was terrifying. I actually got turned down a lot. And it was crazy. I got turned down from gay roles. like Yeah, like bear country. Bear country or whatever. It was, no, yeah, it was bear country or yeah. something. And a whole, a whole bunch of like gay romance novels. And I got turned down. You want you don't want to hear my voice? Make a love. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heard it in Left Hanging, kind of. We did. And I, I will tell you, I did not imagine you as Darla. No, I didn't imagine you as Theo. Yep. Nope. So I was imagining... A man? Yes. <laughs> a Darlo. That was because he Darl. <laughs> that makes more sense than Darlo. <laughs> and that's probably why one of the reviews on Audible is Theo's voice is too feminine. <laughs> like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> so I love it. I love reading the reviews because, I mean, like, it was my first time narrating you know, I wasn't expecting it to be some award-winning narration, but it was really fun and it was an experience that I'll probably remember forever. Mm-hmm. And who knows if we ever go back to it. Yeah. It was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of hard work. Um, Just from doing uh, a book prior to that, it was all on my own. That was a solo narration. I made some mistakes. I would say that it would be I would only do it if we had somebody else like editing everything. 
That's true. It was it's hard. a lot of time. It's, it's a, a lot of time. It's a lot of time. It's very time consuming. It's very hard to get into a quiet area and read. Mm-hmm. You really figure out that you're not that great of a reader. Yes. Like you kind of suck. Like <laughs> I was messing up with words. I was same. like, come on. I, I know that word. The. Yes. Like all the time. I, I was like, you know that word, Brad. You know that word. Yeah. If you can spell it, you can say it kind of. And I couldn't say what, A. What was that plant that I kept messing up? Oh, my God. Crepe tree? Yes. Was it was, it yes. Yes. It was a it was a crepe. Crepey myrtle. Crepe, crepe myrtle. Cre- crepe myrtle. Crepe myrtle. And I was like, oh, that's a creeping myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the notes back from Cindy and she, she was, was like, like mm, it's not creeping. It's not creeping myrtle. It's a crepe myrtle. I was like, oh, okay. So I had to re- record the whole damn chapter. <laughs> It was, you really, uh, really figure out what your reading comprehension is. <laughs> and you're like, man, couldn't my third grade teacher just like hold me back for another year? Just a little bit. Just just a tiny bit so that I could learn how to read. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, man. It was an and experience. you have narrated Bricks. Yes. Which is written by Teresa Marie. Yes. Yes. Very good. Thank you. I read that and I gave it a four out of five on Goodreads. Why was it only a four? Because of the story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think we, we've reviewed that book, but your narration was perfection. And I actually liked your narration. See, I have not listened to Left Hanging all the way through. I can't. I you, can't. You can't? I can't listen to it. Why? I, I just, I can't read the reviews. Okay. Um, I can barely look at YouTube comments mm-hmm. because it just freaks me out too much. It you, makes my anxiety just like. YouTube <gasps> Oh, Oh, from our comments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I can barely like read any sort of comments. From really? Things. Yeah. It makes me like too anxious. That's okay. That's okay. Well, you got a lot of positive re- reviews on Bricks. Bricks gave you like it was like a four point or four out of five stars. So, little tidbit on Bricks, if you ever like pick that up, and it's spelled B R Y X X X mm-hmm. two X's. Um. I actually messed up the main character's voice, like, throughout the entire novel. <laughs> the male, the male, it's about, um, it's a supernatural kind of book. Uh, and the character is supposed to have a British accent. Oh, yes. But I thought that he plays to, at the start, that he does not have an accent at all. But then he reveals to the main character that he does have an accent. Mm-hmm. And the main character's like, oh, can you say this? And it's like something with clouds. And so, like, I had to do, like, multiple takes of that. Oh, wow. And it was horrific. And then I just went back to doing, like, a normal voice. Because that's what I thought. I thought he, like, the, the main character was like, you can switch into that if you want. Like, oh. you don't have to speak, like you're from uh american english yeah i do remember that yeah and i was like okay well if she's giving him the choice which she's giving me the choice i'm not going to speak in a british accent throughout the whole book because like, you don't want you don't want to have a horrible british accent right i mean our southern act you were good for, with a southern but i kept going in and out of like really bad southern to like not southern at all yeah and i was just like it was like maryland it was, it was Maryland Southern. Where sometimes you just slip in a word that just comes out country sounding. Exactly. I don't mm. know. But yeah, so I messed that up. The character was supposed to have a British accent throughout the whole rest of the book, and mm. I didn't do that. So, ugh. Yeah. So uh, I think this narration experience is definitely something to remember forever. Mm-hmm. Not many booktubers are out there narrating books. Some of them are, are writing books, which is awesome. Yes. Good job, booktubers, for writing books. 
but we narrated a book. Yeah, which was really exciting. And doing it together was even better. Yes. Because it was just so much fun. And the, the fact that our names are on Audible together for the same book. It's so neat. So neat. So cool. So yeah, yeah, we just wanted to pop in with this video just to give a little bit of an extra fun behind the scenes of what Audio Shelf does in its not spare time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not like we had a lot of time to do that either. But just give a little insight into what it's like to narrate a book together and the process behind it. So if you want to subscribe to our channel, please hit that red button. And the link to Left Hanging is going to be down below. So definitely check that out on Audible. Even listen to the little preview. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you think. Yes. And if you want to follow along with us on our various social medias, you can find us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, Instagram at Audio Shelf Me, and Facebook at Audio Shelf. And if you want to become a patron member of ours, you can find the information also down below, right underneath that left hanging link, which I need to remember to put in there. Until next time. Bye. bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.